Dear listeners, are you tired of the endless cycle of fad diets and extreme measures? It's time to wake up to a better weight loss solution with Robody. As someone who's been through the ups and downs of weight loss, I know firsthand the challenge of trying to find what will stick. That's why if I qualified for Robody today, I'd jump at the chance for a scientifically backed program that supports long-term success. With Robody, you'll gain access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market, paired with personalized lifestyle changes. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Row to help them lose weight. Say goodbye to the roller coaster of weight loss dreams and hello to sustainable, real results with Robody. Go to row.co slash snoozecast. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash snoozecast. designed to help you fall asleep. Find us on snoozecast.com and follow us on Instagram at snoozecast to find behind-the-scenes content. If you enjoy our show, please write a review on the Apple Podcasts app. Also, share us with a friend. Please know that we read and appreciate every single one. If you would like to get an email once a week with upcoming sleep stories and other news, subscribe to the Snooze Letter at snoozecast.com. This episode is brought to you by our Patreon supporters and by a London particular. Tonight, we'll read excerpts from Meteorology, the Science of the Atmosphere, by meteorologist Charles Fitzhugh Tallman, published in 1922. The word meteorology, stemming from the ancient Greek, means the study of things high in the air. Though study of meteorology dates back millennia, significant progress did not occur until the 18th century. Prior attempts at prediction of weather depended on historical data, It was not until after the elucidation of the laws of physics, and more particularly, the development of the computer, allowing for the automated solution of a great many equations that model the weather in the latter half of the 20th century, that significant breakthroughs in weather forecasting were achieved. Let's get cozy. Close your eyes. Relax your body under the softness of your bed. Now, take a few deep 
breaths. Meteorology is the science of the atmosphere and its phenomena, including weather. Nowadays, when we speak of a meteor, we generally mean a shooting star. But formally, this term was applied, and it still often is in technical literature, to a great variety of phenomena and appearances in the atmosphere, including clouds, rain, snow, rainbows, and so forth. That is how the science of the atmosphere came to have its present name. Meteorology is not a branch of astronomy. These two sciences are as different from each other as zoology is from botany. They are both founded on physics, and they overlap each other to some extent, just as every science does certain others. But if you want information about the atmosphere, weather, and climate, an astronomical observatory is not the place to seek it. While if you wish to make inquiries about comets, sunspots, eclipses, standard time, or the date on which Easter fell in the year 1666, do not apply to the Weather Bureau. In the city of Washington, the government maintains an astronomical and timekeeping institution known as the Naval Observatory, and it maintains in the same city the central office of the United States Weather Bureau. The two establishments are a mile apart in space and nearly a whole library apart in the subjects with which they are concerned. The fact that their functions are persistently confounded by the public indicates the necessity of writing this preface to a popular book on meteorology, The Anatomy of the Atmosphere. Two quite different conceptions of the substance called air are current in the world. One has prevailed from time immemorial. The other is wholly modern. One is the popular view, the other the scientific. Ancient philosophers regarded air as one of the four elements of which all things were supposed to be made. Average humanity, though it did not concern itself with philosophy, must have begun almost as soon as it realized the existence of air at all. To think of it as something that, however it changed its state from hot to cold, dry to moist, pure to impure, was fundamentally uniform, a single entity. Certainly this idea is in full vigor today.